All right, so I will say good morning, good morning. Let us, let us begin. So we are picking up Emir Sashem in Parakhof, chapter 20, Mesilas Hashem. The Ramchal writes as follows. So I will say, remember again, we've really been focusing on this incredible idea, which is really the title of this chapter, Mishkala Hasidus, how when striving for personal piety, it's so incredibly important to really not just focus on what the act is now, but trying to be able to have foresight and recognize or potentially contemplate what the act is going to turn into. And how sometimes something that may be positive and good in the present may actually be detrimental and problematic and the antithesis of Hasidus going forward. And how a person is obligated to really analyze his actions, not just again through the, pres- through the prism of the present, but also through the prism of the future. So Khal continues, he says, Hine, We'll say another element of Hasidus. A person is obligated, it is all still the same theme, but I'll tell you, I guess we'll call it a different manifestation. In general, a person is obligated to keep Mitzvahs in front of others, irrespective of who they are and what they are, and a person should never be embarrassed about his Yiddishkeit. Person should never be embarrassed. You know, this already, we see this, we see this in, we see this in Berke Avas as well. Of Have Az Kanamer, Kal Kaneshar, Ratz Katsi. A person should be bold like a leopard. Bold like a leopard. When you serve a Kaddish Parahu, don't be embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed. Mostly you see this, like we as Jews, it's, it's something we can learn from our, from our, from our Muslim cousins. You know, it's interesting. If you ever see, you see this often in, 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 in different places. Where, you know, when, 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 often, when Muslims need to pray, they roll out, uh, they roll out the prayer mat, they do their thing. They do their thing, right? A Jew needs to daven, what does he need to do? It used to be, he would find the phone booth, okay, they don't have any phone booths anymore, right? Now you take out your phone, you're this, you're, you're, why? Why? It's okay, it's okay to stop at a rest stop on the turnpike if you have to daven. It's okay, a, pers- a person doesn't have to be embarrassed. A person should be proud of who and what they are. And a person should never go ahead and feel like they have to somehow hide what they stand for and who they truly are. Bechinu Omer, says, I speak, this is Dar Melch talking, I speak your statutes opposite the kings in the, place, in the face of the kings and I will not be, and I will not be embarrassed. Dar Melch says, says, I, I, even when I'm with my fellow monarchs, I'm never embarrassed to be who I am. Here it is. Be bold like a leopard, light like an eagle, fast like a deer, and strong like a lion. To perform the will of your Father in heaven. Meaning, do not be apologetic about your Yiddishkeit. Do not be apologetic about your Judaism. Be who you are. Stand up for what you believe in. Other people don't like it. It's okay. It's okay. However, he's listen to this. So I'll say, this is incredible. I'm say, But even in this, even in this, a person has to exercise a little bit of discretion. Meaning what? What is this referring to? This is referring to mitzvahs, right? To what we'll call actual, actual mitzvahs. So there are certain things I will say that, again, I am not supposed to compromise on. Certain things that I'm supposed to stand up for. Certain things, certain things that, that I should not back away from, even in the face of public pressure. And I should be ready to stand up for, 
even if they make other people uncomfortable. Now I will say, now listen to this. He says, Ach, yesh ezetosos chasidos, shenyasa osama adam of nea hamona am, yisacha kualov, vis lotsitsu, benimtsu chotim veneenashim ayado. They both say, now this is very interesting, but there are other, there are other what we'll call additional forms of piety. The other additional forms of piety, where if people don't understand them, they may go ahead and come to make fun of me, make a mockery, and not just, it's not really just about making fun of me, it's about coming to make a mockery of the Ribbono Shalom. He says, And it would be better to abstain from certain things, because at the end of the day, it's not an explicit obligation. And I will say, now this is really something incredibly interesting. So what the Ramchal is talking about over here is, there are certain times within our Yiddishkeit that we have to stand up for, and I don't mean stand up because like someone's opposing, but I have to be, I have to practice, to practice my religion. I have to do what's incumbent upon me because that's a mitzvah, that's an obligation, that's an obligation, and that's what it is that I stand for. So it is I stand for. But then there are other times where there might be certain what we'll call additional forms of piety that are not necessarily necessary. And if I perform those additional forms of piety, and I'm about to say, I'll give you just a simple example of this. Right? You're flying on an airplane. Right? It often happens on flights to Eretz Yisrael. Flights to Eretz Yisrael. So I'll say, is a Jew obligated to daven? Jew obligated to daven? Absolutely. Is a Jew obligated to go ahead and put on tefillin? Absolutely. Is a Jew obligated to go ahead and daven with a minion on an airplane blocking off the restrooms for 30 minutes? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Now again, if there's a way to daven with a minion on the airplane that's not obtrusive, okay, beautiful. Beautiful. That, 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 that's fantastic. The, the idea is that sometimes, sometimes... And you see this, it's, it always breaks my heart a little bit. Again, whenever I could daven with a minion on an airplane, of course I try to. But there are some times where you just either the flight staff is just not really willing to have it. You know, not everybody is as accommodating. Now again, davening with a minion is not a midas chasidos. Right? Davening with a minion is an obligation. It's an absolute obligation. But on an airplane, one, one could make an argument in different ways. But Lamaisa, the, the point that the Ramchal is making over here is that, that a person has to know there are certain things in my Yiddishkeit that are obligatory that I, I can't compromise on. I can't compromise on. And I have to be willing to go ahead and perform those things even if somehow they don't find favor in the eyes of others, they irk others, they upset others. Okay, sometimes that's the price of being Jewish. But Lamai said there are other forms of additional piety which if they're going to cause friction, if they're going to cause friction, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it again. I'll say a lot of these things, you know, and I want to point out, this comes up in many different types of situations. This could come up in families where there are people of varying levels of observance. And so sometimes, again, families take well to observant members. Families don't take well to observant members. And so you have to figure out, you want to, you want to be part of a collective, you want to be part of a group. You have to figure out how to navigate, right? What, 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 should, what, what should I do? What shouldn't I do? What's worth it to make a standover? What don't I have to make a standover? And again, I will say, it requires chachma. It requires chachma. So Rechel is pointing out over here the same way that we've been talking about up until this point in time that Chasidus says 
it's not just enough for something to be presently pious, but you have to make sure that the future ramifications of this act are still pious as well. It's the same time that recognizing that sometimes you have to go ahead and do something, no matter what the reaction of those around you may be. And sometimes, if the particular action or religious rite may not be necessary, but may be an additional form of piety, if it's going to cause friction, it may, it may be better to abstain. This is ultimately, again, what the Pasuk in Micha means when it says, Be modest when you walk with Hashem. I will say, it's interesting, because what it's saying is sometimes modesty says that you don't do something even though it's good. Even though it's good, because the potential fallout, the potential negativity of it, could be something that's a bit more negative, and therefore, again, better to abstain. very interesting. You find this, that many of the great leaders, many of the great Hasidim, when they were with other people, did not engage in their personal forms of piety. Right? Why? Because it would look like arrogance. Well, so we, have, we have this concept, we have this concept that sometimes I personally might have certain things that I do, that there are certain stringencies that I do, which is beautiful, which everybody should take on additional stuff for themselves. But, but Lamaisa, but Lamaisa, sometimes when I perform them in the, in the presence of others, it just gives off the wrong impression. Right, it, it just, so the Ramchal says over here, the Ramchal says over here, that sometimes it's better to abstain. Better to abstain. Klalo shall davar. So therefore, here, here the Ramchal says, here's the klal, here's the principle. Komashu ukarbi mitzvah. They both say anything that is a primary mitzvah. In other words, both say, if something is a halacha, yasil if me kal malik. They both say, this is very important because sometimes what the Ramchal is saying is, sometimes people take this, take this concept too far, like in the other direction. That if something is going to ruffle feathers, they won't do it. They both say, Life is all about ruffling feathers. What, what, what do I mean by that? I would say, if you never ruffle feathers, you know what that means? You know what that means? It means you're not doing anything in life. You know, the, like the Hassan Sofer had a, had a phrase. Hassan Sofer had a saying. He said, any, any rav, any rabbi who's beloved by all of his congregants is not doing his job. Right? Any rabbi who's despised by all of his congregants, he says, is not a mensch. It's not a mensch. So I will say, so, so, I, so, so, Lameisa, so Lameisa, there, and it's true, it's not just true by the rabbis, it's, it's true in life. It's true in life. There are people who don't ruffle any, any feathers. They're usually not accomplishing anything. And then there are people who ruffle every feather. And those are quite abrasive individuals, right? But the idea that I'm chasas, I will say, that's why if something is a halacha, you have to do it. It's not, it's not your discretion to decide to do it not to do it, right? They will say, so, if, you know, I'm running late, I'm running late, and like the example I used before, the sun's going down, I'm traveling, I need to pull over, you know, on a rest stop on the turnpike, I need to daven, I need to daven, I bought one second, somebody might find it offensive, oh, okay, I'm a Jew, I have to daven mincha, there's not, there's not a choice. 
about davening mincha, right? I, I, I'm, I'm at a family gathering and the food is not, uh, and it happens, these things happen, right? I have beautiful, wonderful family, some of whom may not be observant, the food's not kosher. Again, I, I can't, I can't, not even the salad, I, I, I can't, I'm just, I, I, I can't. <laughs> Maybe I'll be the salad. No, 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 you can't eat the salad. The irony of irony is, is like salad is often more, pro- there are more isurim, there are more isurim with unchecked vegetables, right, than anything else. Yeah. So again, I can't, I, right, but somebody's going to get upset. Okay, I, 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 I don't have a license to either violate halach or not to do what's incumbent upon me because others are going to get upset. I don't. I, that's it's not my it's not my space to navigate. That being said, ikari I will say, but there are things in Yiddishkeit that are quote unquote extra. There are things that may be chumras. There are things that are beautiful and wonderful additional things to do. If those things are going to cause friction and those things are going to cause strife, lo yaseyu. Then I will say, isn't that incredible? So in other words, the same person who's a chassid, I'm a chassid in that I do all of these other things, right? I take on all of these things, which is, which is beautiful, which is wonderful. But now those very things are going to cause friction, friction in, in, in my life right now and going to cause other people to think negatively, then Chal says, don't do it. Don't do it. Such an incredible, incredible idea. I will say all part of the same theme. Namely, that the concept of chasidus is not, is not looked at in a vacuum. The concept of whether or not something is an act of chasidus. So now we have two parts to this. Part number one is how do you determine if something is, is, is a form of chasidus? Number one, you can't just look through the prism of the present. You have to look what this action is going to be going, what it's going to cause in the future. And number two, and number two, situationally, I have to ask myself, is this, is this chasidus behavior going to cause friction with others? If it will, if it will, and it's a matter of chassid or something additional, probably better to abstain. And it's that abstention itself, the preservation of shalom with those around me, that's the chassidus in this scenario. We'll stop over here.